Hey everybody, my name is Joe Flesh. You've joined me for Hobby Heroes Extra episode number 14. I am doing an after action report from the Siege World tournament. If you listen to the Unstable Dice podcast, you heard a little bit of us talking about this, uh, the 2000 point Saturday event while we were there, but I am going to go over that as well. So Siege World was a two day event put on in St. Louis. Uh, Saturday was a 2000 point three round event and Sunday was a 1000 point three round event. So uh, day one, 2000 points, I took a Dwarf Lord, two Rune Lords. Uh, so the Dwarf Lord had Grudge Bearer and then one of the Rune Lords had the Ancestral Pickaxe. I took the Grudges were picked before the game, so I chose those based on opponents. I had two units of 10 Warriors with Hand Weapon Shield, a unit of 10 Longbeards with Great Weapon Shield, 20 Hammers, obviously Great Weapon Shields, 20 Iron Breakers, Hand Weapon Shields, and then I had 30 Quarrelers. And then finally in that list, I also had the in the um, Celestial Hurricanum from the Collegiate Arcane. Uh, I felt that that would give me a big boost up, giving the plus one to hit for every order unit within you know range of it, and I found that it actually did quite well. So game one was versus uh, Dave. He was playing Gutbusters. The game was just a really terrible matchup for Dave. So Dave had a Tyrant with Command Trait Might is Right, uh, the Great Gut Gouger, and the Ethereal Amulet. He had two Butchers, four units of six Iron Guts, and one unit of three Ogors with Iron Fist and Blades. Seeing if I have these scenarios, and I do not appear to have saved them. Sure doesn't look like it. Yeah, didn't save the scenarios. My fault. Yeah, bad matchup for Dave. He basically was forced to walk across the table straight at me. Um, if I remember correctly, we each had one, obje or one objective on each corner section of our long deployment edges, so... To get more points, we had to take each other's objectives. He walked towards me. I basically shot him off the table. It's It was abysmal for him. With the Hurricanum rolling mortal wounds, and I, I just had a good damage output shooting, so I deleted a couple of units of Iron Guts. Uh, he got to me with one of them. The Hammers killed those. It was, it was a rough game. Dave played a great game. He did as best he could, I think, given the circumstances. But, you know, when you have to walk into a gun line, it's just not going to be good for you. And, and that's pretty much how it turned out. He was a great guy. He took it real well. Um, you know, it never seemed upset about it. So it was a good game. And I really enjoyed him as an opponent. But bad matchup. Uh, game two was the Allegiance uh, Blades of Corn. So we had a Lord of Corn and a Juggernaut with Slaughterborn and Gore Cleaver. He had a Blood Secretor, a Blood Stoker. An aspiring Deathbringer with the uh, Blood Axe and Wrath Hammer and the Blade of Endless Bloodshed. A Slaughter Priest, priest, <laughs> priest with Hackblade and Wrath Hammer with Killing Frenzy. He had three units of three Mighty Skull Crushers, three units of 20 Blood Reavers, and a Chaos War Shrine. And then the Brass Stampede and Dark Feast, which are, I'm guessing, yeah, battalion formations. So he basically ran at me, as Gorn tends to do, but he couldn't make any turn one charges. He went first, having deployed his army with battalion, so he was down well before me. So basically, one of the juggernauts ran at my face. I shot it off. He ran another one towards my hammers. They ran in, smashed it off. And then after that, it was just combat for the rest of the game. Essentially, he took the minor win at the end, and I really kicked myself about it. Uh, he retreated from a combat 
onto an objective, basically, which I totally could have prevented a couple of different ways, neither of which I saw. So a good play on him. He made an intelligent move that gave him the win. And, you know, if I was a better player, maybe I'd have stopped that, but I didn't. He was a really good person. I had a lot of fun with him. God, I can't remember his name right now. I want to say Brandon. Probably wrong. So, yeah, solid game there. Game three was against Greg. He had a mixed chaos. He had a Demon Prince of Nurgle, Pestilent Breath, Ethereal Amulet, uh, Blow Bratspawn, Feastus the Lich Lord, Glotkin, 40 Marauders, 5 Chaos Warriors, 10 Plague Bearers, a War Shrine, 40 Monks, 3 Plague Toads of Nurgle, and the Aether Void Pendulum. Um, this was the first endless spell that I faced of the day. It really did nothing. In fact, I don't think he ever even cast it. The Plague Toads came up. This was a long table, so we played deployed on short edges. And then three objectives were on the dead center line, and it changed which one was worth the most points every round. He ran up and took all three objectives on turn one. Uh, I couldn't even get to them on turn one. So, back foot already. Uh, my Corlers shot off the Plague Toads and then had to deal with the Plague Bearers. Pretty sure there was another unit in there, but I don't remember what it was at the moment. Then on the... Um, well, I guess on my kind of my right side, he had a big unit of plague monks, the 40 man of plague monks, and he came up, hit a screening unit of warriors with like a hundred plus attacks, and destroyed those. Um, but I'd left my iron breakers kind of right behind him, you know, far enough away that I could, I was not going to be in contact with him to direct attacks at, but. Close enough that I was going to be in combat. So once the warrior disappeared, which they did, I mean, it's 100 attacks for God's sakes. They basically moved up, took out most of those uh, plague monks, took them from like 40 down to, uh, after battle shock, he was at like 15 or something. The marauders that he had basically swamped the middle objective. I was not going to be able to clear them off. They were in a woods, just having to be where the objective fell. And then pretty much dominated my right one without me being able to test. He had the bloodthirster and... Glotkin and everything else over there. So the only one I could really take was my left, which was where those Plague Toads were, which I did take, but it didn't matter at that point. Disappointingly, we only finished three turns. Uh, it was probably the only game that, you know, did not last either the full length or four or five. So, and, and I attribute that to, I'm not sure, just a big varied armies and combat. Varied, like, we were in combat on turn two. And, and that's just kind of how that... I mean, that's kind of how Age of Sigmar seems to work. You're always in combat super quick. Saturday, or Sunday, 1,000-point event. I took a Destruction Army. I took a Butcher with the uh, Great Ravager, so I got plus two to my command roll for the extra six-inch movement. And then I took a unit, two units of three Ogors, and then a Giant and a Bone Grinder Giant. Because I wanted to take the big giant out to play. Just for funsies. Uh, no no, no belief that I could possibly win any of these scenarios. And as it turns out, I did not. Um, but I had hoped to at least win a game. And that just didn't fly for me. So game one, I had to fight Chuck Stormcast Army. Um, I went first. The Bone Grinder, you know, I built the list to deliver him into combat. And I did so. It ran across the table. Smashed the unit of Judicators. The Bone Grinder, the other giant, turned towards Chuck Objective. So this game we had diagonal. There was only one objective in each player's half of the table, and it was in kind of the deployment corner. So the Bone Grinder regular giant went towards his. He dropped the unit of 10 sequiturs down by the giants and 5 sequiturs down by my objective. The 
sequiturs, the 10 sequiturs, easily took out both giants, whereas the 5 sequiturs were not enough to get through the butcher and some ogres. So we ended up in a flat 14-14 draw, which does not happen very often um, from the experiences I've had in this game. Game 2 was against Greg, the same guy I played on day 1 with the Mixed Chaos. He had Tomb Kings. This was an abysmal matchup for me. Everything had 5 wounds. Uh, so he had a Tomb King, a Tomb Herald, 2 units of 3 Skeleton Chariots, 2 units of 3 Necromancer Knights, the Soul Snare Shackles, and the Quicksilver Swords. And yeah, uh, everything has 5 wounds. They're all Brave 10. My Giants could kill like 1 model a turn and then with the banner bears he got that model with five wounds back so yeah i wasn't going to kill anything this game and i pretty much didn't i did get to the objectives first because the ogres and the giants just ran on turn one so i did get the objectives for turn one this one was diamond objectives there was one in the middle of again this was a long table edge same kind of thing we'd done the day before we each had one in the center of our deployment zones and then there was two on the center line of the table and I got there first, took all those points, but then he came into combat and started hitting me. Uh, I was not able to kill entire units, so they just kept coming back and I couldn't chew through them. Uh, the giants both did eventually go down. I did kill one unit of chariots, but that would be all I killed basically for the game. And Greg ended up with a large win here. Uh, last game was against Drew running Seraphon. He had a Scarvet on a cold one, Skink Priest, another Skink Priest. Well, a Star Priest, specifically. Uh, and then he had 10 Source Knights, 5 Source Knights, 5 Source Knights, a Razor Dawn, a Troglodon, and then he had the Fire Lance, Star Host, and Soul Snare Shackles. This game, we had three objectives along the diagonal from his uh, long edge to my long edge, basically. So it was diagonal run across, three in the middle. And then this game was really interesting. It was, uh, it reminded me a lot of both my dwarf army and that his entire design was to throw just tons and tons and tons and tons of dice, you know, and then also it was very specific kind of like my giant army was like he went heavy, heavy cold ones. Cause that's what he wanted to do. And that was kind of interesting to see. Plus they all have two wounds, uh, which means there's some board presence there on that token. He had two wounds each and a bravery of 10, which meant again, Battleshock wasn't doing a lot. Um, but I was at least killing things because, you know, two, four wounds as possible. It was the five and ten wounds I couldn't get through on the Tomb King army. So I was actually killing units in this. It actually turned out to be a hell of a bloodbath, really. Uh, he ended up with a minor win in the end. And that's just because his cold ones had swarmed the middle objectives and it took my giants too long to get him off of it. He teleported. God, that's irritating. Uh, he teleported... And had a troglodon, a star priest, and some cold ones over on my objective. But they came in and never managed to knock me off the objective. I think they may have taken it for one turn. But I had the ogres hiding in the woods. So he was fighting me and I was getting cover. So I did eventually kill those dudes out. I took his objective also for one turn on his corner. Uh, and then the razor down and some more cold ones came in and knocked the... It was just a single unit of three ogres. They knocked those off pretty easily. So he ended up with a minor win, but it was really close, and it was a really good, fun game. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, playing against that list, mostly because it was the one list I could do something against. Uh, I didn't have Chuck's list left over, but it was two Judicators, the ten Sequiturs, the five Sequiturs, and then I can't remember what the characters were. Uh, I think they were, oh, Gabriel Sherhart, and then, no, that was in his 2K. Yeah, I can't remember what his characters were. He was cast in common, so one of them was a caster, but... 
you know, high armor, reroll and failed saves. I wasn't getting through him except for that one unit of Judy's that I killed. And then the Tomb Kings, I just couldn't kill enough. And then Seraphon, I could at least kill things, but I wasn't going to battle shock him off. And I think that's really... My army could do damage. The practice games I played, it, it did a lot of damage, but it was also playing against horde armies with one wound and, you know, an average bravery of seven or eight. So I was actually battle shocking things. In this particular instance, did not work out for me. What are you going to do? Overall, thoughts on my list. The 2K list, I really like the Celestia Hurtcom. The fact that it just doesn't have to roll the hit for all those mortal wound outputs it does. Uh, I had every single one of my opponents was like, wait. So you don't have to roll the hit, and it's like, no, it's, it just does three shooting attacks a turn, and then it just pushes mortal wounds on you. Plus, you get Comet. Um, I think I only got Comet off twice all day on Saturday, but whatever. It was still there. It was still a threat. It gave me a magic spell, and it felt very it felt very much like the old uh, Anvil of Doom, the Rune of Wrath and Ruin. You know, you take some damage and just deal with it. You can't really do much about it. You can't dispel it. You know, it's kind of what the hurricane felt like to me. Plus, it made the whole damn army better. The 1,000-point list, other than matchups, um, and I, like I said, I came into this knowing I wasn't going to win games, really. I just wanted to play with my bone grinder, and I did get a play with him. Um, he didn't do any horrendous damage like I wanted him to. I mean, he did pretty good against the Seraphon. He did end up killing the big unit of 10 gold one-ninths over a couple of rounds before they downed him, but I enjoyed it. Overall, the tournaments were well run. There were no rules issues. No one complained about anything. Uh, everybody there was fun. A bunch of good guys. Uh, the prize support was amazing, considering uh, the size of the tournament. I got best sports on day one. It was a prize was a stim pack from Mini Stomp, who had sponsored the prize support, uh, and then probably that ended up probably being about a hundred dollars for the models. So I was pretty happy in the end. I would definitely go back again. I'm sure that John, Chuck, and I will all go back again next year. I mean, it, it's close by. It's an hour and a half away. It's cheap. Everybody down there is super nice. They put it on well. You get good price support. And it's just fun. And it, it bucks the meta of Adepticon where everything is, unless you're Chuck, absolutely vile. <laughs> um, we give Chuck a lot of hell. But, you know, he talked to us about his list well beforehand because he wanted to win. And that's fine. That's what he wanted to do. I wanted to play a bone grinder. And that's what I did. So... No, but for the most part, I think the lists down there are pretty... I mean, they're competitive for the most part. Like, the Blades of Corn list was competitive. Um, you know, Tyler and then the other guys... Wow, I can't believe I just blew out that word. The Oh, my God, the Dryads and Drycha and them. They were competitive. Chuck's Stormcast list, obviously competitive. So... I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we had a really good time, and I did enjoy it. And I didn't feel, I don't know, going into it, I'm just saying I didn't feel like I had absolutely zero hope. Uh, as it turns out, I didn't. I, I only won one game, drew one game, and then, you know, lost the other four for the entire weekend. But but I had a really good time. And it was a good time hanging out with everybody and, and just having a fun weekend of games. So... So check out Siege World next year if you're in the, you know, I guess St. Louis area or within an hour of it. Affordable, fun tournament, good price support. This year they did have some vendors on site at the small, I mean, it's kind of a small convention, but it's all 40K and, and fantasy and stuff. So it's all GW products that are being played. Now, that's a lie. I did see Bolt Action this year. They had Warlord there and they were running Bolt Action. So they did add that this year. And then they had 
the Warlord guys there, and they had, I think, a local couple local game stores there selling stuff too. So it's growing. It's nice to see that growth. And, yeah, we really enjoyed ourselves and definitely would go back, and you guys should check it out. So thanks for listening to that. <laughs> that was terrible probably for you, but, uh, hey, 15-minute shows, what are you going to do? Thanks a lot, and have a good one.